All right, back here in the Sports Zone on a T-shirt Tuesday. You call into the show. You get yourself a free Mets T-shirt, 800-321-0710. We'll be able to uh, take some calls coming up after 6.30. But we welcome on right now Scott Miller of Bleacher Report, covered spring training out in Arizona. And, Scott, uh, great to have you on the show again. How you been? My pleasure, Pete. Good. Uh, how are you? Yeah, everything's great here. I, I see uh, a lot of buzz about the Arizona Diamondbacks bringing back the bullpen cart. I'm all for it. What uh, What are you hearing about the, the bullpen cart trend that might be picking up here? Yeah, I'd love to see it picking up. Yeah, the Diamondbacks had the big announcement today. They're going to use a bullpen cart for the year. I mean, to me, it, it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, as Terry Francona said, I was in the Indians camp earlier today, and I asked him, I said, hey, Terry, did you? What do you think of the big bombshell announcement today in the game? He kind of looked at me like, "What? What do you mean, what bombshell?" I said, "The Diamondbacks bringing a bullpen card back." He laughed. As he said, "I'm all for it." He said, "Anything to bring fun into the game, you know, fun plus nostalgia. I'm in." That's what Frank Conner said, and that's pretty much my attitude as well. I mean, you know, Commissioner Manfred wants to move the game along. I mean. Why not drive the relievers in and you know instead of waiting an extra minute to two to for them to go you know come running in from the bullpen? Plus, you know I saw the prototype of the D-backs cart. It also can serve a purpose. MLB teams are trying to sell every last bit of sponsorship they can. What's better than bringing a reliever out of the you know with a goofy looking uh, bullpen cart ball oversized cap with a you know sponsorship on it yeah it makes sense to me you know you pull the governor on those things you get up to about 30 miles probably get those pictures in there in no time bada bing bada boom <laughs> yeah right yeah i'm all i'm all for it as we uh chat with scott miller right now you, you got a book coming out in the next couple of weeks uh you, you got to um you know sit down with bob tewksbury 90 percent mental is the name of the book an all-star player turned mental skills coach reveals the hidden game of baseball what um you know what took you aback or, or you know really stood out to you about you know diving into all the work that's done not just you know physically uh, being able to compete especially on the mound in a game like baseball but uh, you know there's mental skills coaches all around the game now and and that aspect of things has certainly uh, you know tuned up over the last few years. Yeah, it has. You know, it's, it's a subject that interests me, uh, Pete. And you know, Tukes is a, a good guy. He's he's got a great sense of humor. And, you know, it really intrigued me that, he, you know, I think it's 23 of 30 teams now have mental skills coaches. What makes him unique is he's the only guy that played in the majors and then went back and got his, his master's degree in, in sports psychology and counseling and now is a mental skills coach himself. I uh, spent, you know, after an all-star, well, a 12- or 13-year career in the majors, he was an all-star in 92 with Cardinals. You know, he was Boston's mental skills coach for about 12 years, and, and now he's entering his second season as the Giants' mental skills coach. And I think, um, you know, you go back to the 80s. Remember, it used to be in baseball, people would say, oh, you can't lift weights. You know, coaches, management would tell players, don't lift weights. And then in the 80s, we saw that change. Players started lifting weights. You know, their, their training changed. And then after that, you know, in the last decade or so, we've seen people get real smart in the game about nutrition, right? I mean, now they serve healthy meals in the clubhouse. Players have personal chefs, and nutrition's changed. And now it's almost, I think, mental skills is the next frontier in the game. And um, it was interesting. You know, Tukes has some great old stories from when he played. 
we've got some, you know, great, what I think are great funny stories in there about, you know, Catfish Hunter and the old umpire Doug Harvey and some, some good, you know, old baseball stuff. And, <laughs> and it goes through his career, but also what he's done as a coach and four guys in particular who were really good opening up to me about all the work they've done with Tukes. A couple of Chicago Cubs, John Lester and Anthony Rizzo, he's been instrumental in their careers. Uh, Cleveland Indians all-star reliever Andrew Miller and uh, Los Angeles Dodgers uh, starting pitcher Rich Hill. So there's there's some old baseball stuff in there, some new baseball stuff, some some uh, you know mental skills, thoughts, and techniques that even laymen like you and me, Pete, can uh, employ in our lives and you know maybe help us be a little more clear-headed. Yeah. How about uh you know how about Tukes though? Like if he knew now you know had his knowledge now you know back when he was playing, you think that would have benefited him a big way, or would it be like you know paralysis where you you know too much at that point about how your mind is working in when you're in the middle of competition? Yeah. You know, I think to a degree, uh, you know he he he's always been interested in the subject, and he actually was ahead of the curve, and he employed mental skills in his game. Uh, you know, even when he played. And you're right, had he known then what he knows now, probably could have been an even bigger help. But even even then, I, you know, he, he when he came up, he had a pretty good arm. He, he threw fastball in the 90s, but he hurt his shoulder early on. And throughout most of his career, his fastball was like maybe 88 miles an hour tops. I mean, he was able to kind of get by and carve out a really nice career for himself largely because he, he, he was so in tune mentally, he outthought hitters. He, he, he had historically good control, almost like a poor man's Greg Maddox, you know, in terms of putting the ball where he wants it and also outthinking hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I say poor man's Greg Maddox because while Tukes was an all-star, Maddox obviously is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, check out the book "90 Percent Mental: An All-Star Player Turned Mental Skills Coach" reveals uh, the hidden game of baseball. How about what's happening out there in Arizona? We really focus on you know the Grapefruit League, talking Mets uh, a lot on the show. Um, you know, there been uh, you know a camp or two that that's impressed you along the way with what you're seeing out there. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I just got today was my first day in Arizona, so I was in Cleveland's camp, and those guys always impress me. You know, the Indians are are uh phenomenal and they, they're loaded again they they've got uh you know i mean from francisco lindor to uh cory kluber um you know jason kipnis interestingly he was hurt much of last year mm-hmm. and he is having a terrific spring and you know obviously you, you can't place a heavy emphasis on spring numbers but kipnis i think in his sixth home run of the spring today so if the indians could get a healthy and productive Corey Kluber to contribute over 162 games, they're going to be even better than they've been. And, um, you know, I did a two-week run in, through Florida. Actually, I was in Fort St. Lucie for a time. And, and, you know, I mean, I know around the Mets world you want to be cautious. But, boy, you know, Syndergaard, Harvey, people forgot about the Mets last year. And, you know, rightfully so with all their injuries. But, if their rotation's healthy, you know, people better not sleep on the Mets. No, still uh, plenty of talent there. How about, you know, with the Indians? Are they missing their old pitching coach there? Or is that out of sight, out yeah, of mind? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Callaway. I think they're going to miss him. He's, uh, you know, he's he's no question. He's one sharp guy. And, uh, you know, 
there's been a number of old Terry Francona coaches, you know, that he's got a pretty good managerial tree. I mean, remember way back, his old pitching coach, John Farrell, uh, went on to manage the Toronto uh, Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Callaway now going to, uh, uh, you know, your way to the Mets. You know, Brad Mills, the bench coach in Cleveland, is back with Francona now. But, you know, the Astros took him off of Francona's staff a few years back to be their manager. And, you know, that, unfortunately for Brad Mills, was a couple years before they had George Springer and Dallas Keuchel and Justin Verlander. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, Francona, one of the best uh, managing and uh, pro bullpen cards. We we like hearing that, too, from uh, from old Tito uh, there with the Indians. But uh, Scott Miller, Bleacher Report. Again, check out the uh, book, 90% Mental. Uh, and, uh, Scott, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. My pleasure, Pete. Thank you, and uh, look forward to talking baseball with you later on this season. Sounds good. Scott Miller uh, giving us uh, the, the latest of what's happening, a little bit on you know the, the book as well, and that aspect of the game that has you know really been been you know dove into a little bit. I thought it's interesting, you know, hearing it today. When I don't know if you saw Kevin Love's Players Tribune piece today on he had a, a panic attack, you know, his his heart started to speed up on him during a game, and you know, his anxiety building up, and you know, started seeing uh, a therapist after that, and and a lot of things that you know Kevin Love had bottled up over the course of his playing career and and his life, you know, real life things that happened that he that he hadn't dealt with, uh, you know, these were things that. Um, he was, he's been able to, to deal with and, and was able to share publicly. And it's really, you know, an interesting story from his perspective. And it's not just, you know, handling, you know, real life situations and therapy. I mean, mental skills. It's, you know, how to calm yourself in the middle of competition. And it's something that, you know, first responders will, uh, study a, a lot of these things or they'll, they'll have someone come in a mental skills coach to help them in, the, in those pressure situations where, you know, your body, as you know fight or flight right i mean this is what you naturally are built to do and sometimes you have to be able to to fight that a little bit or at the very least understand what is happening when you're in a pressure situation and how to how to deal with it so um you know as scott mentioned with all of the you know different studies that have been a part of really just sports not just baseball from nutrition and, and otherwise technology to, to help guys out i mean this is just uh the latest frontier and yeah interesting that a, a former big leaguer would go to school and uh, you know, figure this out and become a mental skills coach and have, you know, certainly a different perspective than anybody else would have. It's one thing to say, well, this is how you probably feel in a competitive situation versus, you know, Tukes who'd be able to say, yeah, I, I know where you've been and uh, this is what's happening.